0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I'm your host. And there's a poem that I really like. It's uh, by Robert Burns, and it's it's long, er, and it's called "To a Mouse." And in this in the poem, there's a a part that says, uh, "The best laid plans of mice and men, or schemes, depending on which version you're reading, often go awry," and that is something that seems like happens every single week. Um so um I took my family to the mountains. I took them to Heber, Arizona, which is in it's either in the White Mountains or close to the White Mountains, White Mountain adjacent, and it's really beautiful there, super pretty. Uh when I called ahead, I said, "Hey, do you guys have the internet?" And they said, "Yeah." So we went on Friday, left last Friday. It's like, cool, so if I don't have time to record this podcast, I can record it when I'm up there. No big deal. Uh So we drive up there, we get there about 6.30 or 7 at night. Uh We're all tired and hungry, we get something to eat. Uh, go to bed early, wake up the next morning, go to get on the internet, and it turns out you have to pay for the internet. So, okay, cool. So I give him uh, 15 bucks for two days of internet access. And... uh The internet is so slow. It wouldn't download a two megabyte uh, file that I needed to download. I could not actually, um, I could not effectively, uh, research for the show. It was so slow and there was no way I was going to upload, uh, to the internet, uh, from the, the place that we were staying, which was beautiful. Uh, but it just was, the internet was, yes, it technically had the internet, but it wasn't anything that would be considered functional. Like you couldn't play any web video at all. Um, so, and if you're really patient, you could surf the web, but you have to be really patient. So basically I just wasted $15 and 50 cents on something that we really couldn't even use. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, so Monday, which is today, we drove home. I was like, cool, I'm going to drop my kids off at school, my wife's at home, I'm going to do some recording, went out, Uh, it's the week before Christmas, tons of lines everywhere, had to just get a couple of things done, I ended up just abandoning it and uh, putting all my items back and just calling it good. Then I went to uh, to Dairy Queen because I was like, it's been a rough day, been very stressful, so let's go ahead and go to Dairy Queen, I'll bring my wife home, a peanut buster parfait, which we both love. Uh, and I got literally the worst peanut butter parfait ever. It's like, it was terrible. It sucked. I was like, okay, cool. Well, um, bought my kid a bike for Christmas, bought both of my kids' bikes for Christmas. And I was like, well, I'll put together, I put together one of them already. I'll put together the other one. It ended up being very, uh, very frustrating process. I didn't get very far. And I was like, I'm going to put this away because I'm not in in a good place. I'm going to take a nap. Went to take a nap. My friend called talk to her for a little bit. It's her birthday. Can't, can't deny that call. It's like, cool. Uh, I'm happy to talk to her. Love this person. She's wonderful. Um, then, then, uh, got up, uh, did my kid's homework, had dinner with the family. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to take a little nap because they really need a nap before I record and prep the show. And then when when I get up from my nap, but then I'll re, I'll prep and record. So cool. So I slept for an hour, which felt fantastic. Right now it's eleven twenty three at night, and I feel like just incredible. Um, but I checked my phone, and I get a text from my cell carrier, which is T-Mobile, and it's like, "Hey, uh, your SIM card's been updated. If this is a uh, if this wasn't you, give us a call." I was like, "What the heck?" So I get up. My phone doesn't work anymore. Now it's like seven 30 at night. My phone doesn't work anymore. So I call T-Mobile and they're like, what's your password? I give them my password. And they said, Nope, that's not it. And I said, no, it is. they said, Nope, it's not. And then there was a little condescending conversation I had with this guy because he wanted to send me a text so that I could update my password. And I was like, no, sir, you don't understand. You can't send me a text because that's going to go to whoever has my phone and they're going to have access, they'll be able to change the password, don't send that. He's like, okay, cool, I'll go ahead and send this to you. And I said, no, please don't send that. Anyway, long story short, went to the T-Mobile store, got it all worked out, uh, stopped by Target on the way home, picked up some little odds and ends because I have to work the next two days, and I wanted to make sure I was all done for Christmas, which I'm almost done. Got to do a little bit on Thursday. Um, But anyway, this is all very long and boring. It's just every single thing today, just trying to do the simplest thing, uh, like record the show, ends up turning out to be like uh, a bunch of other side things that you have to do to get to this point. So uh, normally this would have been a normal 20-ish, 25, 30-minute show, but this one's going to be a shorter one. And then on Friday when we announce the Boring Hat uh, winners, that one's going to be a little bit longer um let's see uh so yes uh friday the december twenty second we're gonna do the boring hat drawing um december twenty second will be a little bit longer show, but the twenty ninth because the right before new year's will be kind of a short show, one to three stories just kind of you know i don't know how many people are gonna listen um and then yeah, then we'll start into the new year two thousand and eighteen, just like normal, so I'm, I'm pretty, pretty stoked for 2018 so far in the last couple of months, you know, like I've said, every single week, it seems like, uh, listenership is up significantly and we continue to grow week after week. We had a little decline this week, but we're going into Christmas. So I expected it. It happened last year too. And then after the first of the year, it jumped back up again. Um, so yeah, that's where we're at. So let's start with, we have five stories today. It's going to be, like I said, fairly quick. First story, uh, this is from Electric. Hold on. Oh, that's nice. That is all of the old stuff. How do I? I I'm trying a new thing where I'm using Google Docs, but it didn't update. Is it updating now? Crumb. Um, okay, so I guess I'll just switch to my computer. Oh, I don't think I'm on the internet. Hold on just a second. Sorry about all that. Let's go to Wi-Fi. (laughs) Yeah, at this place we stayed at, it charged you per device. So I think what is going on here is because I turned off my Wi-Fi because I didn't want anything to accidentally connect. That didn't need to be connected because like I said, it was per device. Really, pretty, really pretty place though. If you go to my Twitter account, um, you know, I'll post it on the website too. But if you go to my Twitter account, I posted a video, uh, of some drone shots that I took and I was just playing around with some color settings in Final Cut Pro. Sorry for the noise here. Just playing around with some settings in Final Cut Pro. So not my best work, but if you want to kind of see what the the area looked like that we were in it didn't snow unfortunately which is a real bummer all right let's see here it's gonna update now i think it did perfect okay so we talked about oh um so if you have sent a uh if you've done a review and you want to be entered into the podcast into the boring hat contest Uh, like I said, Friday, December 22nd will be the last day. Um, but right now we only have four people. So you have a 50, 50 shot of winning a hat. Um, the, or, or excuse me, the people who have entered have a 50, 50 shot of entering winning a hat. Everybody else, uh, if you enter those odds go down, I don't know. Seems like, uh, still they're pretty good odds to, to win a hat. Um, but I'm using a service called my podcast reviews. So if you have a podcast, check that out because, uh, it allows me to look at all the reviews from around the world, which is or around the iTunes world where iTunes is. And it's actually really helpful. Um, but, and thank you for everyone who's left nice, uh, reviews and uh, some notes. Some people have given me email notes about how low the podcast is and all that stuff um, or how quiet it is. All right, moving on. This is inside EVs, Mark Kane. Uh, Volkswagen is going to invest $1.2 million or a billion, excuse me, $1.2 billion or a billion euros to convert. It's Zwickau, Zwickau, man. I'm sorry for everybody in Germany who's listening. Um, I have a little thing up here to pronounce it. Let's see what it says. Zwickau. Zwickau. Anyway, so their plant, um, and they're going to upgrade it so that they can build EVs. Currently, they're producing the Volkswagen Golf and Passat, uh, but they're going to move those to Wolfsburg and the new VW IDs. Uh, which is the whole line of electric cars that VW is Do doing. We have the oh, geez. Of name? Sorry about Nicole. that. Start over. So, Nicole. Nicole. yeah, I keep Okay, so that plant is going to um, start building VW's ID line, which uh, is like a little SUV, and I think they have some other cars in the microbus. Pretty sure that's all going to be there. Um, by 2020, they think they can get a hundred thousand EVs out the door. And by 2025, that's a year by 2025, it's going to be a million, which is pretty impressive. And the next story, uh, kind of flows into this, uh, Fred Lambert at electric, uh, VW CEO, Matthias Mueller, I think I'm saying his name right. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing it right, but I think I'm saying it right. Thinks that Europe should halt all diesel subsidies. Uh, I did not know that uh, Europe had subsidies on diesel fuel, but apparently they do. Um, It could be up to 16 cents per liter cheaper in some countries than gasoline. And what these subsidies were used, as far as I can understand, because we have a huge listenership in Europe, and I'm sure you guys will correct me. But from what I understand, these subsidies were to encourage people to buy diesel vehicles instead of gasoline vehicles. So what Mueller wants to do is he wants to end these subsidies that his company was benefiting from when prior to the Dieselgate problem, and now he wants to have those subsidies put towards electric vehicles, which you know is a good thing. But let's not let's not you know completely forget about the fact that uh, they were using. Shady techniques, shady but smart techniques to get around uh, emissions testing for the for their diesel vehicles. So they're, they're kind of, I don't know, this is very self-serving, but it, it does end up helping everybody else. So maybe they do these subsidies, but they don't give anything to Volkswagen because they have enough money to do this on their own. They don't need subsidies. One second, I'm going to take a drink of my hot chocolate with uh, pumpkin pie liqueur in it. It's very good. And it's mediocre warm chocolate now. Okay, <clears throat> story number three. This is um, from Fred Lambert at Electric as well. Neo, a Chinese EV startup that is very well funded, they just got six hundred million dollars from Baidu, is launching the Neo ES8 all electric SUV to market. This car has is a seven seater. 70 kilowatt hour battery, Um, it can go 220 miles or 355 kilometers, Uh, the actual real world range will probably be less, uh, probably around 300 kilometers or 180 uh, miles, just uh, based on the article that I read. Uh, but the cool thing is the car has a trifocal front facing camera, four surround exterior cameras, five wave radars, 12 ultrasonic sensors, and a driver monitor camera, uh, which is similar to Tesla's autopilot. And then the only difference is now um, they're using Mobileye and the IQ ch- uh, IQ4 chip to uh, power the autopilot. It also has... I didn't write it down, but it also has an, an assistant in the vehicle, uh, an artificial incentive assistant like Siri or um, the Amazon assistant or the Google assistant. Mm-hmm. And um, it's pretty cool. The first ten thousand vehicles will be founders editions. I don't know who's going to buy this, but it's, somebody's going to. Which and I did this in dollars because uh, Chinese yen. I, I don't. I don't have very many listeners from China. Not that I'm. Trying to um, alienate anybody, but I just did this in dollars to make it easier for me because it was under a time crunch. But the car will run about eighty-three thousand dollars US. Um, then the when that's done, the standard edition will go for sixty-eight thousand. You do have the option to rent a battery for two hundred dollars a month. At first, I was like, why the heck would you want to rent a battery for two hundred dollars a month? That sounds like a terrible idea. But one of the things that's neat about this car is that you can swap the battery out. And according to Neo, you can swap the battery out in about three minutes. Now, that's provided that you have one of these battery swapping stations uh, near you. They said they'll have 1,100 swapping stations in 2020. And if you remember right, Tesla said they were gonna do this and then they ended up abandoning it. Uh, now the Neo could have been designed from the ground up to, for it to be able to do this, especially if it only takes three minutes. But here's my question. So let's say you're paying $200 a month for the battery. Oh, by the way, if you pay $200 a month for the battery, you can get the car for about $43,000. So significantly cheaper. I didn't write that down. I don't know why I didn't. So anyway, you have this, um, battery swap. Sorry, you guys wouldn't know this, but my laptop just turned off for some reason. <sighs> it's just how things are going today. Anyway, so yeah, so the Neo's battery swapping stations. Okay, so the cool thing, th- three minutes, but here's my question. Okay, let's pretend that there's 10 or, or 15 people in front of you at the battery swapping station site. That means you're going to be waiting between 30 and 45 minutes at best for your battery to be swapped. How much charge could you get in the car while you're waiting? Now, it is really cool. And if they come out with like a 100 kilowatt hour battery and it falls in the same um, form factor, are they going to upgrade you? Because you're still paying that $200 for the battery. I don't know. They didn't say. But it's still a very neat, um, it's a neat idea. We'll see how that ends up working out. Um, yep. More mediocre, lukewarm hot chocolate. The hot chocolate's good. It's the lukewarm doesn't make it that great. Kind of tastes like. Never mind. I won't tell you what it tastes like. La 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 la. No word on service centers. They do have vans, and they plan on having eleven hundred uh, vans, kind of like Tesla does the, their little Ranger um, program. Um, but this is a really nice uh, outing for Neo. They do have a supercar that no one that's reasonable can afford. No reasonable human being could afford it, but some people I'm sure can. Um, but first, consumer car, this is a really nice looking car. It really does look pretty. At first it's gonna launch in China, and then at some point it will be expanding into the US and European markets, but no word as to when. Okay, next up, this one's a quick one. Teslarati, Gina Teslarati writes, that 10 lucky boring company hat buyers will be picked at random to tour the LA tunnel and ride on the boring machine. I'm really excited about this. If I'm picked, um, I'm not sharing it. I'm, I'm going myself, but, uh, I am going to share the hats. So I guess whoever wins the hats, they, they benefit either way. Um, whether I win or don't win, that's what I meant. Anyway, uh, this is a really cool prize. I, I, think that Elon is really good at creating buzz and this does uh, really cool like I really want to write on this thing I really I want to push a couple buttons pull a couple levers and write on it hopefully uh, that will be an option no word as to when they're going to do this drawing by the way uh, next up this is a quartz article echo hung um, so in most of the world Countries are moving away from coal because it's without a doubt the dirtiest way uh, for us to to create energy. Um, <clears throat> the U.S. is renewing its efforts, but most of the the world is saying, "You know what? You, this is this is enough. No more coal plant. Uh, no more coal uh, mines." Excuse me. So, what are they doing with all these big underground holes, uh, tunnels through the earth? Um, Turns out, many countries. Some of them are Germany, the United Kingdom, and even the United States um, and China. They're building solar farms. So this is what um, uh, 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 this is. um, This is one one solar farm in China. Jeez, Lou, I'm an idiot. One One solar farm. One company in China. Boy, my notes are all discombobulated here. Uh, By the name of China Three Gorges, which is a state-owned electric utility uh, or company, uh, they spent about $150 million to convert uh, a mine, coal mines, into a a solar farm. And so what they did was they collapsed the mines, which created a big hole in the ground. They filled it up with water, and then they created a floating solar farm. Now, this farm is going to be, it's 150 megawatt. Uh, floating solar farm. So it's huge. Um, and it's just floating on this man-made lake, which is super cool. And by t- May of 2018, they're going to be able to power 94,000 homes, which is really impressive. And like I said, there's there's projects like this, and I'm sure that more than just these countries, but there's projects like this going on in Germany, the United Kingdom, and even the United States. There's a strip mine in the u.s that they're uh, converting into a solar farm so i say uh that's a positive start sounds like a a good way to manage your uh energy and and put something that's not useful uh make it very useful so that's it that is the whole thing um whole show let me pull up my little thing here Mm -hmm. Man, I'm a dummy tonight. I really am. It seems like everything I touch today is just going so poorly. Okay, um, I don't. You guys will probably notice that the, the, my computer just stopped. And my computer's fine. It, there's nothing wrong with it. But for whatever reason, it stopped like five times during this podcast, which made the podcast take twice as long as it should have. So at 40 minutes, I'm about at 40 minutes. You guys are about at 21 minutes um, for this podcast. So hopefully you didn't notice, um, or, uh, I'm not going to go back and listen to this, but hopefully there's no swear words in here. If there are, I apologize. I don't think there are, but there was a lot of swear words on my side of the microphone. So if you want to email me, Bodie at 918digital.com, um, about winning the hats, all you have to do is leave a review. Tell me you left a review. You don't even have to leave it. Just tell me you did. Uh, on iTunes, so uh, more people discover the show. It really helps uh, discoverability on uh, the podcast platform, uh, the iTunes podcast platform. So, Bodie at 918digital.com. Uh, that's 918digital.com. My Twitter handle is at 918digital. You can contact me on Facebook, which is um, just search for kilowatt. You should be able to see it there. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, I have a phone number that nobody's ever used, but you can call and leave a message uh, and give feedback if you want and be on the show, 918-401-0071. I have a website called KilowattBZ, which I've updated with lots of cool stuff. Um, And if you have iMessage and you like stickers, take a look uh, in the show notes because I'll have a link for iMessage stickers. And one of the cool things for KilowattBZ, first of all, I've... I think the site looks pretty decent. I mean, I'm not bragging, uh, but some of the things that I have up there are Bjorn Island. Uh, he has a video. If you don't know who Bjorn Island is, look him up on YouTube. He's really uh, he does weird things like turns this. Uh, he's from Norway. He turned his saun his his Model X into a sauna in the middle of the Norway winter, uh, a Norwegian winter. Anyway, he has a video. Uh, where he takes his Model X off into some uh, training ground for off-road uh, drivers. And uh, it's pretty good. It's 25 minutes long. It's actually very entertaining. He does a good job. Uh, we also have a video on there that somebody posted on uh, YouTube, uh, how a six-foot-seven guy gets into a Model 3 and fits. And there's an article from Jameson Dow at Electric. Uh, There's a link to that. World's first solar-powered train to begin operating in Australia. It's super cool-looking train, by the way. Uh, Those are just some of the things that are on the Kilowatt site. And, again, it's kilowatt.bzboyz is the two uh, dots in the back. Uh, This is just one of those uh, places that I put things that I think are interesting but don't quite make it on the show for whatever reason. And uh, yeah, that's it. I hope everybody has a wonderful week. And uh, I'll talk to you on Friday, Saturday at the latest.